all right you guys so i got a question i know you guys are listening like girl when don't you have a question but do you remember that post i can't remember if it's a meme or a tweet but the post is like i'll spend a hundred dollars on food before i spend 30 on a t-shirt y'all know what i'm talking about that's me in a nutshell and it's so bad and it's probably the reason why my stomach is bigger than my clothing selection but we're gonna get into it welcome back to another episode of growing up with sisters this is episode five and i'm so excited because i have a special announcement at the end of this episode so if you're interested in finding more finding out more you know you can just go ahead and skip to the end for us but no, for real, in this episode, we are going to be diving into what a scarcity mindset is, whether or not you have been operating in lack, how to identify the signs, and what to do about it. I'm your host, Morgan Walker, and you are now listening to Scarcity Mindset. <clears throat> Okay, so before I introduce the topic, I feel like, you know, we should dive first into the definition of what scarcity mindset is. Google defines it as people seeing life as a finite pie, so that if one person takes a big piece, that leaves less for everyone else. So essentially, it's a belief that there will never be enough, whether it's money, opportunities, love, Subconsciously, you believe that someone will always lose or that some people won't be able to get in order for others to have. This is a lack mindset and it stems from fear of the unknown. So I just kind of want to give you guys like an, a background story into how I realized that I was operating um, from this place. And so the very first time I was able to identify this mindset in myself was last year during the summertime. I must have gone like half of the summer recycling the same three pairs of jeans. And I don't mean jean shorts. I mean like full on pants in 90 degree weather. I kept telling myself I needed to go to the mall and buy actual summer clothes. But you know, I kept putting it off because even though I had the money, I did not necessarily want to spend it. And I'm sure that you guys can relate, maybe not with clothes, but in other areas of your life, like that bill that you've been putting off because really you don't want to spend your money on it, even though you know you need to pay it off, right? So you might be thinking, yeah, this girl is crazy clothing shopping, right? Like, why wouldn't you want to go shopping? Sign me up. But at this time in particular, I was working two jobs. I have been successfully saving my coins for the past couple of weeks. And I, I guess I was just feeling like, you know, saving was hard work, you know, and spending was the easy part. Imagine you busting your behind to save your money just to lose it all on a shopping spree. No, ma'am. But, you know, I needed clothes, so I forced myself to go. And I remember going into Charlotte Roos, and y'all know Charlotte Roos always has the deals going on. So I'm in there picking up all these clothes, and while I was waiting online to check out, I had caught myself thinking something along the lines of, okay, how much do I want to spend? Nothing over 150 Okay, if it's over 150 what should I put back? And in this process, I had to stop myself and say, you know, hold on. Morgan, you need these clothes. Like, you have the money to spend. Why are you skimping out on yourself? 
And so after repeatedly playing the scene over and over in my head, I realized that I was operating out of scarcity. And in realizing that, it then made me wonder if I was thinking like this when it came to giving myself the basic necessities, and what other areas of my life am I being cheap with myself in? Deep down, I was afraid that, you know, buying these clothes would either, you know, lead me to be in a situation where I was struggling to make the money back, or that in the future, if I ever really needed this money, whatever I did have wouldn't be enough. Okay, so I want you guys to think about something. Think about how much your salary has changed over the years. Now think about all the money you have ever touched. With all the paychecks and all the gifts, doesn't it seem a little irrational for me to think that I would never get the amount of money that I spent on my clothes back? Of course, it is good to be mindful with spending, you know, because you wanna make sure that you aren't going overboard, but being stingy with people, especially yourself, only creates a self-fulfilling prophecy of lack. The thing is that this mindset doesn't just look like being stingy with money. It can show up in your life in other ways as well. I would say when it comes to love, it looks like going for the first or second guy that comes your way. Or sometimes it looks like going after guys out of fear that you won't get one. So now you feel the need to prove to yourself that you can. And it's not to say that everyone who does this does this for this reason but this can definitely be a motivating factor without you even realizing it a scarcity mindset in love can look like settling for guys that you don't necessarily like guys who don't really like you or guys that are no good for you because you think the chances of someone truly loving you is rare you might even go the extra mile and shoot down guys that are good for you out of the belief that there is no good guys left causing you to self-sabotage exactly what you wanted. Scarcity mindset in the workplace can look like refusing to ask your job for a raise despite knowing you deserve one or need one out of fear that they will say no for whatever reason possible, leading you to resent your job and motivating you to quit. However, some of you might just end up staying out of fear of what ifs. Who will hire me? What if I don't like this other job? What if I fail and want to come back? What if I'm not qualified? Scarcity mindset may look like refusing to go for an opportunity because you don't feel like you're going to get it. Instead of thinking about the possibility of you getting it, you're focused on other applicants you feel are more qualified than you are, which then leads to you settling for safe instead of challenging yourself to go after what you really want despite the odds. Scarcity mindset is a culprit keeping you stuck in a cycle of bad habits that keep you from the things you want and need. And what makes this thinking so sinister is that it is all subconscious. So unless you are taking the time to be cognizant of your thoughts, you may not even know that you're operating in lack and not abundance, which is what the Lord intended for all of us to live in. You see, when you truly believe that there is enough to go around, 
you'll take the risk of going after what you want, of leaving situations that do not serve you and asking for what you deserve. Now, I'm not saying to leave your job or a relationship or, you know, to go give 10 people $100. You can plan and budget your life. But all of these actions are not going to make a difference if you don't change the thinking behind it. I want to give you guys one more example and then we'll get to the giveaway. Did I just say that? Okay, no, let me stop. <laughs> Alright, so last year I had doubled my income by working two jobs. Before I started working the second job, I was constantly thinking, man, I am underpaid. I don't have enough money to do what I want. I have to leave and find something better. And so when I got the second job, my thinking for a while was still the same. I still kept thinking I don't have enough money. I still felt underpaid. But, you know, if I doubled my salary, how could I still feel like it wasn't enough? At what point, if any, would my salary be enough for me? And that's when I realized if I want to retain more money, I would have to budget accordingly. But if I don't stop looking at what I did not have, I would never be happy and satisfied with the things that I do. I couldn't just start budgeting. I had to learn to practice gratitude in order to really get to the root of the problem. See, one of the other symptoms of scarcity mindset is to be in a constant state of worry stress and dissatisfaction and that was what I was and I hated it. I remember when I was in the process of finding another job I literally became so fixated on getting more money that every day during my search I would stress myself out to the point where I would get headaches I would feel weak and I would just feel irritated. The thing is Nothing on this earth can satisfy you if you don't learn to appreciate what you have. And this is where it's not about the destination, it's about the journey really hit me. I needed to trust that my needs would be supplied and it was possible to have what I wanted. See, some of us think we can't have what we want or that we will always have to fight for what we need. And though yes, in life we will always have to work for things, we do not need to settle in fear. We don't need to struggle in fear. Fear is not of God. The Bible says you are more, sorry. The Bible says you are, are you not more precious than the birds? And yet I feed them and provide them with a place to live. The Bible says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came so that you may have life and have it abundantly. Imagine what would happen in your life if you choose to stop thinking so much and just start doing. Imagine what would happen if you started choosing to love yourself than to wallow in fear and self-pity. Imagine what would happen if you went after what you wanted instead of settling for comfortable or just good enough. Imagine what would happen if you just believed that you could have more. Y'all can say all the affirmations in the world, but until you start believing that you can have what you want, your circumstances will always remain the same. I encourage you guys as Christians to study your Bibles and become familiar with scriptures that encourage you. Some of my favorites were previously mentioned, you know, John 10.10. 10. 
um, Jeremiah 29 11, which wasn't mentioned, Romans 8 28, Matthews 10 31, you know, and if you guys are really interested, you know, for, for Christians and, and non-Christians, if you don't know what these scriptures say, you can always just go and look them up. Um, I'll admit that I spend too much time focused on things that make me anxious. But using these scriptures as affirmations have helped me to check myself. As, an, as you know, non-Christians, having specific affirmations on standby can help you in these moments. Surround yourself with like-minded people who will challenge your beliefs and encourage you to push yourself to do exactly what you're afraid of in a positive way, of course. Um, and these things will help you shift out of a lack mindset and into an abundant one. But just remember, it starts with being able to observe your thoughts first. And it may not necessarily be the most easiest thing to observe your thoughts as you're going through your day. Sometimes it just requires you sitting in silence, you know, and just like hearing what comes to you. I'll be honest, this process has not been easy for me, but I'm working on it. Anyways, that's a wrap, y'all. This week, starting today, we have a special deal for you guys. I am having a giveaway. In honor of my very first season, I will be giving away a few items. I'm going to be selecting two winners. So if you guys want to know more details, like when it ends, what you have to do, you know, what you're going to get, head on over to my Instagram page at Growing Up With Sisters with two S's at the end, where I will have more details posted. Stay tuned for next week's episode, You've Got Potential, which is all about the greatness inside of you. Until next week, ciao for now.